The Honor and Remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read The Amateur Mission Statement. The 30 Truths About Amateurs. The Four Stages of Being an Amateur. Amateur habitats and history. Social media plus me, me, me equals amateur. Technology and amateur behavior. With dozens of real funny photos, weird signs, and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by amateur nation every day. Download the expanded second edition of the ebook Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense Manners and Social Skills. The second expanded edition, available now. Be a pro. Go to Amazon. Type Amateur Nation. podcast you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word, amateurs. It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. We call attention to and call out the amateurs, the people who are doing life wrong, the speed bumps of life, the people that are in your way every day, the unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-voring, self-entitled drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills, and are disturbing the flow of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation. It's not just a podcast. It's a movement. And this is episode 245, Transplaining. (laughs) On today's episode, the Pro Nation boycott list grows, another billionaire pretends to care, and this week in Freak Show News, plus a la carte and moments of hope on three pro things. As always, Pro Nation first, shouts out to Macy Bloodworth, Evian Westwood, St. Pascal, Letitia Hunt, Laura Hendricks, Grave Mistake, Margot Chica, Jake Henderson, Vex NFX, Marty Mam 088, Courtney Brown, Michael Chaselka, Tracy I. Welsh, and Michelle Malazaki on Instagram. You can follow me there at Lou.Santini3 and Musa Kali on Truth Social at Lou Santini. Your post of the week from Spike Cohen on X. He said this. Those who disobeyed in Lahaina survived. The man who disobeyed in Uvalde stopped the shooting. Those who disobeyed the lockdowns and mandates helped grind them to a halt. Those who disobey the New Mexico carry ban will protect themselves and their loved ones. 
Those who disobey today's orders will make tomorrow's orders much more difficult for the political class to carry out. If you're still uncomfortable with disobedience, start getting comfortable. Not that it's my fault, few things in life are, but my apologies to the pros trying to catch the show on Spotify recently. Thanks to the wonders of technology that makes our lives easier, it only took literally dozens of emails, countless hours of trying to make it work, and being ignored by the humanless Spotify support he said in quotes, another way of saying, you're on your own, there's nothing we can do, and if we could, we won't. Hopefully, it's the last time this technical error will happen, but since it's all about computers, I doubt it. This show is heard on 40 or so platforms, Spotify being the suckiest of the bunch. So feel free to listen on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else where it also had a technical glitch, but they fixed it in one day. Guess those Chinese slaves tethered to their desks know what they're doing. Have I mentioned I loathe technology? Fuck! Even in the future, nothing works! Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Now dig this. Step one. Topic number one. Topic number one. The pro-nation boycott list grows. Your headline from the New York Post, but the story found everywhere. Dove hit by growing boycott for hiring BLM activist Zayana Bryant. I think I said her name right. Which Elon Musk calls messed up. Here's the article. Beauty giant Dove is facing a Bud Light-style boycott for partnering with controversial Black Lives Matter activist Zayana Bryant. Is she a great big fat person? Yep, who was previously accused of getting a white student expelled over misheard comments. Some once-loyal customers even posted pictures of bars of soap in the trash after Bryant, 22, announced she was a Dove ambassador helping to promote fat liberation. Bryant is accused of wrongfully trying to get White University of Virginia student Morga Bettinger expelled from campus over comments she admits she may have misheard. Greg Price, the communications director for the State Freedom Caucus Network, said the decision to ignore that controversy and pick Bryant as an ambassador is what actual privilege in America looks like. BLM activists completely ruined the life of an innocent white girl with a false accusation of racism and gets a brand deal with Dove while Morgan Bettinger was kicked out of school and now needs medication in order to sleep. Zayana Bryant, 22, her age and cankle circumference, announced in an Instagram video that she was partnering with Dove Beauty to promote Fat liberation. By the way, liberation is defined as a movement seeking equal rights and status for a group. Did I miss a meeting? Do fat people not have equal rights? You're under arrest. Do I have the right to remain silent? No. Now squeeze your fat ass into the back seat, chubby. If you can hear her voice over the sound of her heart grinding to a halt and you can decipher her list because even her tongue is fat, hey, you want oppression? I'll give you oppression. Normally, I wouldn't make fun of a fat person, but when they're clearly an opportunistic, power-hungry amateur like Oprah or a pseudo-oppressed nobody whose identity is not making it to age 30 due to morbid obesity and is financially rewarded for it while supporting a corrupt commie organization while ruining another innocent person's life, all bets are off. Listen to this talking donut. My belief is that we should be centering the voices and experiences of the most marginalized people and communities at all times. At all times, stop working. You, woman, nursing her baby, drop it. So when I think about what fat liberation looks like to me, it looks like centering the voices and the experiences of those who live in and who maneuver through spaces and institutions in a fat body. 
That word salad is the only salad she's ever going to experience. Maneuver through spaces? Oh, you mean living life as a morbidly obese person? That's the world's problem. Why? It looks like making accessible spaces and having conversations that are aware of the fact that people have different bodies. Were you aware that people have different bodies? Funny how the extremely tall and short and fit and thin don't do this much bitching. Less bitching, more exercising. I complain literally all the time. And that they are interacting with space and people and institutions and communities in a different way. Yes, a much slower space-sucking way. Fat liberation looks like fully embracing those differences and having those conversations instead of shying away from them. Hey, remember all those times fat people wanted to have conversations about how they need to be liberated, but you said, I'm shying away from this topic. Why are you telling me this? What makes you think I have any interest in that at all? And now this. And now for step two. Topic number two. I used to like Elon Musk. He got Jack Dorsey out of Twitter. The censorship declined. The bots and fake accounts mostly gone. Seems to be on the right side of common sense, but you can add Elon Musk to the list of evil billionaire supervillains as he wants to implant wireless brain-computer chips into humans. At least the brain-computer chips are wireless. I'd hate to have to walk around attached to a five-mile extension cord. Progress. From the Daily Wire, this. Neuralink founder Elon Musk said he hopes implanting wireless brain-computer chips in humans will play a role in the existential risk of population reduction posed by artificial intelligence. All right, again, like most things on this show, besides the facts that I present, this is my opinion. Here's my red flag. On the surface, it seems his plan, his vision is to curb the population reduction that AI, a.k.a. Skynet, so to speak, poses as a threat. He's saying by having these brain-computer chips put into humans, it should help humans live longer, fight mobility and other physical issues, thereby making humans more productive and living a better quality of life. But, as with most human-intrusive technology like computers, vaccines, and make no mistake, vaccines are technology-based, not medicine-based, robots that replace humans in the job market, etc., this kind of tech will certainly fall into the wrong hands and thusly be used to control humans, not liberate them, as is Musk's original plan-slash-theory-slash-idea-slash-hope. Not to mention, like most technology, there's no exit strategy in the event something goes wrong, as is the case with all technology. The article continues saying Musk's neurotechnology startup company announced that recruitment is open to implant a wireless brain-computer interface in its first inhuman clinical trial. Officials said in a blog post that it would evaluate the safety and functionality of an implant and surgical robot for people with severe degenerative diseases. Musk said, The first human patient will soon receive a Neuralink device. This ultimately has the potential to restore full body movement. In the long term, Neuralink hopes to play a role in AI risk civilizational risk reduction by improving human to AI and human to human bandwidth by several orders of magnitude. Imagine if Stephen Hawking had had this. That's a leap. Hawking was ravaged by Lou Gehrig's disease, and of course, I'm not a doctor nor have the intelligence of Musk. But once again, these smart people like Bill Gates, who is an expert patenter, 
won't stay in his lane and diversifies into medicine, vaccines, farming, and thus population control. So he's more evil now? Anthony Fauci, who probably started off as a normal doctor, but now apparently knows everything, including what to do about the hoax that is climate change. And now here's Musk, who started in electric vehicles, then space, then social media, and now brain control, if I can oversimplify. He added, when a Neuralink is combined with Optimus robot limbs, the Luke Skywalker solution can become real. Neuralink officials said the initial goal of the brain-computer interface aims to allow people to control a computer cursor or keyboard using their thoughts alone. Because using your fingers, that's hard. What about people who are paralyzed? I get it. It does indeed have applications, but just like how social media will bring us together so we can share ideas was a complete shit show, don't tell me it wasn't, this, like most technology, starts out with good intentions, or is at least marketed that way, and then evolves into something that involves controlling humans, whether it's their thoughts, or their actions, or their habits. Or all of the above. The human brain is fiendishly complex. It's all neurons and electricity and mushy parts. The company received approval from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration in May to launch its first in-human clinical study. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, is this a food or a drug? No? Then why are they involved? Musk has touted over the years that the experimental brain chip implant could treat disorders such as paralysis and blindness by bridging signals between existing neurons and allowing humans to save and replay memories, saying that the future is going to be weird. However, the billionaire entrepreneur has repeatedly warned that artificial intelligence could pose a civilizational risk to governments and societies. Others have warned that such technology could eliminate more workforces across several industries and spread mass confusion among civilians. You know, this whole, well, they're really smart and they're, they're billionaires, so let's just trust them and let things happen. Shit has to stop. This isn't, oh, Lou, it's just technology. Things change. Get with the times. Learn to adapt. That's just how things are. And other mindless cliches thrown out to the universe by sheeple who just want the next shiny thing in their lives. No, I don't trust technology anymore. I said it. I don't. Because of the type of technology being thrust upon the world. It's less about convenience now and more about control, power, tracking. They're just idiots who've been given too much power. As I've said on this show and in my book, just because you can doesn't mean you should. We shall see. But technology's career batting average is about 300 in my book. Hall of Fame numbers in baseball, not even close as an inductee in the world of health and humanity. Stay tuned. And remember, when it comes to technology, it can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop ever until you are dead. See and read more about me at my main website, lusantini.com. You'll get a few bonus teasers throughout the week and a sneak peek Thursday trailer every week when you follow me on Instagram, Truth Social, Facebook, and or YouTube. And please, if Spotify is actually working this week, feel free to leave a review about this show wherever you listen and throw Spotify under the bus while you're at it. Bite-sized nibbles on a la carte and a glimmer of hope on three pro things a little later. And this week in Freak Show News on topic number three next.
Hi, pros. Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world, and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising, tell it like it is bite, then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. The honor and remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. You keep doing your little comedy show. You just have a good time with it. All right, now step three. Topic number three. Hit me! It's time for This Week in Freak Show News. Here's a man, you know, a man-man with factory original parts. You mean the penis? Yes, the penis. Playing pretend like was all the rage with mullets and parachute pants were in the 80s. Transplaining... How chromosomes and biology have nothing to do with your gender. Apparently, it's all coming down to paperwork. Play the clip marked Swing and a Miss. The, the very language of you were born and I'm not biological somehow, like I don't think I'm a cyborg. So like this idea that like, oh, you're not a biological woman. Well, I am a woman. That's a fact. I am female. So all my identity records, my racing license, my medical records all say female, mm -hmm. right? And I'm pretty sure I made a biological stuff. So I'm a biological female as well. You're talking like a song from the Lion King. A few things. Wait until that first prostate exam when you're 50, if you live that long. Also wait for that non-existent period. And baby. But your hair is long, so you got that going for you. Plus those rainbow-colored glasses frames. And don't forget your racing license paperwork. Case closed. Now we move on to the despicable category. Here's a, well, he might be male, but he's no man. I'll let him spill it. I want to be the first trans woman to have an abortion. I will have as much gay sex as it takes with as many trans women. Boy, what in the hell's the matter with you? Who is he? Does it matter? It was found on Live Action Org on Instagram. So A, he's a man. So your plan is already flawed. B, he thinks he's going to get pregnant by a lot of other trans women, a.k.a. men, since they got that valuable sperm. That's a bunch of cock. And C, he thinks he's going to carry a baby to full term somehow. And D, if he could, and he thinks he will get pregnant, he wants to go out of his way to abort a baby. And your point would be what? You are a shithead. See, this is where I have a problem with the people who, while their hearts might be in the right place, say, We all need understanding. There's good in all people. No. No. All right, we waste him. No offense. Hey, did you hear about the one with the elementary school in Oklahoma that hired the drag queen? Here's the article. An Oklahoma school board and staff members came to the defense 
of elementary school principal and drag queen Shane Mernon at a school board meeting. Mernon, the principal of John Glenn Elementary School, is a drag queen who goes by the name Chantel Mandalay. Mernon also maintains a separate Facebook page for his drag queen persona, which showed he worked as a drag queen at a venue called The Boom. Another controversy surrounding Mernon is that he faced charges approximately 20 years ago for child pornography. The charges were later dismissed after it could not be proven that the images were of individuals under the age of 18. So, you're telling me that this was the most qualified person for the important job of elementary school principal. No other applicants qualified? I got no more use for this guy. And finally, we conclude with the, dude, seriously, category. Here's audio of hundreds of people who identify as dogs protesting in Germany in support of trans species rights. Go ahead and play the dog people clip. Folks, I now have a dog people clip. really don't understand what is happening. They should hang out with the furries I talked about on the show a few episodes back who think that they're cats. I still love how that amateur throws in the oh before the meow like so many cats do. Since we're on the subject of this proliferation of gay being shoved down the throats of America at every turn, drag shows and drag queens infesting society in places like schools and churches, and the big one, repeated news stories of Barack Obama being gay and his husband Mike's penis, that is Michelle Obama, being trans. A few things. No, I I don't care if Obama is gay. Nor do I care if Michelle is a man. Hey, Joan Rivers said it first on camera, and after all the plastic surgery she had, she dies after another surgery after having said that? Come on. Anyway. All right, let's play this out. Let's just play this out. Some people would not have voted for a gay president, so I can see how he might keep that a secret. Even more people wouldn't have voted for a gay president married to a trans man. I can see how that would be kept a secret. Even presidents and other higher-ups all have private lives, including things they want to keep private. Things like secrets, demons, and skeletons in the closet. Like all people. But, when you're in the public eye, it's not the secrets that we all have, but the overall moral compass, the overall trustworthiness, the moral fiber that we expect a president to have. And now, that's a problem. And now the Obama chef, Tafari Jackson, dies mysteriously on the Obama compound? Why was their chef swimming on their personal property and died from a drowning with his clothes found elsewhere? No follow-up story? If someone died, scratch that, if someone stubbed their toe at Trump's resort Miralago, the FBI would be up his ass faster than Mike is up Barack's. Or is it vice versa? I still want to hang out despite that joke. That was a bad joke. Yeah. Nah, I think it's a solid joke. Anyway, if, if by some chance it's proven that Barack Okami and Mike are gay or they come out of their closets, bet on this. Bet on this. They'll blame oppression and homophobia and hate speech. In fact, opinions and podcasts like the one you're hearing now will knee-jerkedly be lumped into that group. Pro Nation sees through this bullshit. However, 
The last 15 years or so, gay people went from acceptance and mainstream and received mostly a who-cares attitude from all walks of life. Do your thing, and whatever two consenting adults want to do in the privacy of their own homes rationale is and has been the overall American attitude. Sure, some people don't like it, some even hate it, some are more vocal than others, but generally, gay people have always had the same rights and privileges as everyone else. But... Thanks to mainstream media and social media, mostly on social media with the whiny, over-the-top, alarming in appearance freak shows that makes up most of TikTok that is passed off as mainstream videos, when most gay people say that group does not represent most gay people, now gay people went from acceptance to celebrate us. We need 180 various different gay-themed days a year to get recognition. Rainbows everywhere, drag shows at the bank, and other attention-starved nonsense that covers a very sad, unfulfilled existence, which lately has exposed deviant, criminal, pedophilic behavior. But I digress. With the overall notion of being gay is simply not a big deal anymore, you would think Barack Okami and his publicity machine would spin it into a positive like this. See, we were gay all along and I was president for eight years. But you want to know why he won't come out? Two reasons. The first one is the most important. He was a shitty president. The housing bubble burst. Car manufacturers had to be bailed out. ISIS terrorism, needless wars, no delivering on promises to help his fellow black people. Secondly, he won't come out because it's not America's oppression, but rather his and Michael's shame. The shame of their lifestyle and the shame of deceiving America. It's your shame, not our oppression. Stop projecting. Come to terms that while gay lifestyles are accepted, they are indeed in the minority. And just because every confused teen with purple hair and gauged ears says they're a member of the opposite sex right now, doesn't mean it will stick as they get older and realize their lifelong depression and anxiety was manufactured by mainstream media and social media and big pharma. Oh, I'm not done. How come every time Amateur Nation wants a certain freedom, freedom that they've already had, by the way, it means Pro Nation has to lose a freedom? Pro Nation doesn't have a problem with you being gay, but as soon as you start acting like an asshole and shoving it down our kids' throats in the form of drag shows in schools, we don't automatically lose the right of freedom of speech to protest against it. Amateur Nation wants to defund the police? Go ahead. Have that want. But I'm not going to lose the freedom of safety in being in a public place because you have a feeling. Do you want to get an untested gene experiment and wear a mask? Go ahead. But I'm not losing my freedom of choice when it comes to my health. You were offended by comedy and the sentiments and opinions and often facts that I present here in this episode and podcast? I don't lose my freedom of speech to say it. Amateur Nation, you're mistaking your freedoms with your opinions and feelings. I admire your honesty. Hell, I like you. You can come over to my house and fuck my sister. I'm hungry. Let's eat some light bites on a la carte. Here we go. If only the shoe brand Hoka wrote their brand name bigger on their shoes. Hoka, the Tommy Hilfiger of branding. Kamala Slingblade Harris recently admitted most Americans are a $400 unexpected expense away from bankruptcy. So, by dynamics, she said it. She's a whore. She's an unrepentant sinner. She deserves what she's going to get. From the Economic Times, 
Ireland's Virgin Media News reported the appearance of a crater at Port Marnock Beach in northeastern Ireland, speculating that it had been created by a meteorite. Surprise, motherfucker. Turns out the suspected crater was a hand-dug hole made by two guys using a plastic shovel. Science isn't an exact science. Time for another booster, science lovers. This whole thing with voter ID is racist. It's insulting to a sane person's intelligence. Want to vote in this country? Start by proving who the fuck you are. You can't just wander the streets aimlessly and have a say in how our country is run. You need to make a contribution to society and it starts with proving to us your fucking name and where you live. You can't just walk into a major corporation where they're having a board meeting and cast a vote on stock options and have a say in things. Uh, excuse me, who are you? Doesn't matter who I am, I'm alive. I wandered into the room so I get a vote. It's not how life works. For those who still want to ban plastic straws, the plastic straw has been unchanged for almost 60 years. Big companies have sold us huge plastic and metal disposable things. TVs, VCRs, DVD players, CD players, cassettes, Walkmans, major and counter appliances. They continue to make things that soon go obsolete out of plastic. And we keep buying their latest thousand dollar cell phones and expensive computers every couple years. And we just now can't have plastic straws? Now fuck off. As for the missing $80 million fighter jet, I say President Coloring Book forgetfully loaned it to Ukraine. In fact, here is actual audio between Joe Biden and VP Kamala Harris looking for the $80 million plane. Have you looked? Yes, I fucking look. What the fuck do you think I'm doing? You sure you got it? Yes, bedside table drawer. And a little kangaroo? Yes, it was on your little kangaroo. Yeah, well, it's not here now. Yes, it most definitely should be, but it's not here now. So where the fuck is it? Now think. Did you get it? I believe so. You believe so? What the fuck does that mean? You either did or you didn't get it. Then I did. Are you sure? No. Bedside table on the kangaroo. But let's have hope. Every week I find three things that are done right. These are pro things. Here's three of them. Here's number one. I've never been to Poland. Don't know much about its culture, other than they produce a lot of gymnasts, pierogies, and of course that Poland was decimated by the Nazis in World War II. That and their submarines with screen door manufacturing. But all jokes aside, enter Dominic Tarszynski member of the European Parliament for Law and Justice in the European Conservatives and Reformist Group since 2020. Listen to him lay it down during a speech at European Parliament about democracy in Poland. I'm very happy to take part in this debate about democracy in Europe. So let me give you some example of very major democracy in Poland over a thousand years of, of tradition of Polish nation. Polish nation rejected you, dear leftists, eight times. Eight times in a row you have lost elections in Poland. So get used to it because you're going to lose again. That's number one. Let me give you some data about Poland and Polish democracy. 
The lowest unemployment in European Union is Poland. The highest GDP after COVID in European Union is Poland. One of the lowest debts in European Union is Poland. So don't give us this rubbish about the need of educated immigration, as we heard yesterday. We don't need your doctors. We don't need your engineers. Take them, take them all and pay for them. We don't need them. You know why? Because there is a zero terrorist attacks in Poland. Why? Because, because there is no illegal migration in Poland. So don't give me this look. Don't give me these arguments about the populism because this is a fact. This is your data from Eurostat. Number two. You've heard me mention ad nauseum about my disdain for paper straws, and recently a study came out stating that they are 90 times more toxic than plastic, bamboo, and stainless steel straws. Also, cows are public enemy number one. We all have stories of a loved one who was murdered by a cow. This audio from Garrett Goldsberry on Instagram. Now, the audio was played over a pile of just a few burning tires in Kuwait. Listen up. See Kuwait again? Um, cow farts are the problem. Yeah, not burning tires like that. Not, not 42 million tires burning 40, in the desert. 42 million? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So don't forget, it's the cow farts. It's, it, it's any, anything in the West is wow. the issue. It's never anywhere else that needs to cut back or right. kill right. livestock. Nope. Or stop growing food. It's almost always America, in fact. And number three. She's back. German politician Christine Anderson drops this brief anti-communism speech in European Parliament. I would like to make a promise to the people, and I'm pretty sure I can speak uh, or speak on behalf of my colleagues. We will continue to stand with you, the people. We will continue to fight for freedom, democracy, and the rule of law. We will not shut up and we will not stop going after those despicable globalitarian misanthropists. But we would also like to have you make a promise to us. You may have heard it's all coming back. The first countries are already starting about talking mass mandates in Israel. They're already imposing it. I've heard of a few universities in the United States. They're already bringing it all back. And I would really like for you, the people, to not go along. Simply say no. They want you to wear a mask, say no. They want you to put in another mRNA shot, say no. They want to impose a curfew on you, say no. That's really all you have to do. And might not be, or it might sound a little, little hard, but it's actually not that hard. Because once you've made it clear to them that you will no longer go along, once you've let them know, they cannot scare you anymore because as long as you're afraid of what they might do if you don't comply they have power over you take the power away from them simply say no 
Once you do that, they don't have power over you anymore. You will feel so free. Simply say no. And considering what we've heard today, and considering what we've seen in the last three years, considering what we know they want to implement, heck, you might even be well within your right to tell them to screw themselves and go to hell. That's where they belong. What will you get out of that? I can tell you. Once you've done that, once you've told them to just go to hell, they no longer have power over you, you will have an incredible feeling. Uh, kind of like a sensation of freedom will swap through your body. I promise you will feel so relieved. And this is the state of mind that I would ask all of you to get to. Simply don't let them grind you down anymore. You are worth it. You are deserving of just standing up for yourselves and tell them all to go to hell. Thank you very much. Don't forget how much Spotify sucks. To find me on mostly working social media accounts and my email, go to lucyantini.com. Laugh and point at Amateur Nation on my Drybar special, drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S. Copy and paste the link from whatever platform you listen on and send it to one fellow pro or an amateur that is doing life wrong. And please, leave a review. It takes five seconds. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast. It's a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a big major production. That's a bunch of cock.